Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. The year has just begun, but perhaps you're already feeling a bit stressed and overwhelmed. My guest now, Jason Katz, has some ideas of how to help you relax. Jason is qualified to offer you shiatsu, reflexology, sound journeys, and his own brand of de-stress massage. He also works with Tibetan singing bowls, which are associated with healing powers. He joins me now to tell me more. Jason, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Tris. Thank you. Um, let's start off right with the healing bowls, Tibetan healing bowls. Can you tell me a little bit about them? The bowls themselves are, yeah, in fact, they're known as Himalayan singing bowls. Okay. Um, the bowls emit sounds. They train the mind to stop the thinking process and introduce you into a deep, relaxed feeling where you can just exist and let be. And it's a fantastic form of healing in terms of just letting go and relaxing because our minds are racing all the time. And this is one way of stopping the... I see you have a bag with you, and I imagine that there is a healing bowl um, hidden inside one of them. <laughs> I'm hoping there is. Anyway, yes. what are the bowls made from? The bowls actually are made from seven different metals. Um, the bowls themselves predate Buddhism. They were originally formed by the Bon people that are found in that region. That um, They were shamanic by practice, but they also were the founders of the seven chakras as well as the seven planets. Right. The bowls are made from seven metals corresponding to the seven planets. So you've got gold, sun, silver, moon, copper, zinc, and etc. of of the metals. And each bowl is made up of those seven metals. Does each bowl have its own constituent? Each bowl has a different. Yes, each bowl is has a different, unique sound. Right. Right. And how did they come to realize that? Do you bang the balls? Do you? How do you play a ball? <laughs> what do you do to a ball to make it sing? Okay, to make a ball sing, you basically in, you, you you entice it to release its sound. You can do that by stroking the side of it, or otherwise by hitting it. But you, you hitting it with your hand? No, you hit it with a special cloth folded, uh, like mallet kind of thing. Right. Which I will so show you. So you treat the bowl with respect, basically. It's the not something you bang. It's not a gong so bell. Don't hey? bang. No, no This not is not the all. bell that lets you know <laughs> that it's time for whatever <laughs> next appointment you have. No, not at all. Not at all. The sounds that they make is like, the best way I can describe it, it's like a wow kind of sound, which, um, yeah, it, it, it actually entrains the, the, the brain into stop thinking and you start hearing a sound. In the way that we live most of our lives is hearing car hooters, little jingles on the radio, and we don't hear complete sounds. Now, one of the gifts of the bowls is it comes from nowhere to full pitch sound and back down to nowhere. At the same time, the bowls are vibrating. So the difference of when I do my sound journeys for groups of people, I set myself in the middle of a room and people lie around and I usually take you on a guided meditation and then into the sound journey. When I do it on When the people other people sitting? Either sitting or most people that sit land up lying. Okay. So it's complete relaxation. Complete relaxation. And you have to feel the comfortable in that penetrate group. penetrate your body. I mean, we are vibrational beings by nature. Uh, there's more water in us than anything else. And sound travels through water incredibly well. That's how whales communicate 
hundreds of kilometers apart. So you have you have your ball, you entice it to sing, and people around you just experience it differently. Do each or do do you just automatically? I mean, does everybody have the same experience? No. No, it's an individual experience, and every sound journey is a unique experience because the bowls respond to a number of factors. The ambient temperature of the space, the room that they're in, or the space that they're in, as well as the energy of the group. So the bowls amaze me in sometimes how they sound compared to the, like, the day before, for example. So each experience is a unique one. Each one and you is yourself, unique. it's organic. You yourself yes. have no idea. You don't go with the aim of. Relaxing people, but knowing that in the end... The intention is set there, but no, the bowls dictate more than anything else. The bowls dictate. And I mean, to what extent can you influence the bowls dictating? I mean, you must know that at the end of it, they're going to be relaxed. I'm still curious to see if you've got a bowl hidden in one of your bags. (laughs) The bowls themselves. The bowls themselves. Ah, you brought out a bowl. They're beautiful. It's beautiful. By hand beaten, the ones that I've got, you get different kinds of bowls. The ones that I've got are the hand-beaten Himalayan bowls, which were introduced when the Dalai Lama basically came across into India. That's when they got introduced to the West. Um, the, the way that it, they, they respond is, is, as I say, each one is unique, and it's, you can never program how people are going to respond. It's a great form of relaxation as well as letting go. Um, I've had people give me experiences of... Visions that they've seen, I've had some people that say they've seen colors. Now, if you think about it, color is vibrational, so it makes full sense of that. And your experiences? I was in India. I was really lucky to be in India about 11 years ago where I bought my first bowl. And I knew there was more to it than just banging it or clanking it and things like that. And putting sweeties inside. (laughs) (laughs) And I attended a sound journey hosted by my teacher who... I, I use some of her bowls as well. I'm really grateful that she allows me to use them. And I was blown away by the effect that it had on me in that deep relaxation. And I pleaded with her to teach me. And, yeah, it was two years of training before she allowed me to actually branch out and, and, and start oh, doing wow. it. So it's not just uh, you have it's been trained a, and it's yeah. not something you would suggest anybody go to anybody for or you can do yourself. You can. P- uh, people have got, but what upsets me is people buy them as ornaments, and yeah. they're not. <laughs> do you want to, can you make it sing now? I can do, and I'm going to take out a few so that you can. I can do, and I'm going to take out two so you can get yes. the different effects. So there's a little bowl that's um, so just, I feel so fortunate that I, I get to see this firsthand. But, of course, at the end of the show, I will give the details if anybody would like to um, learn more about it. Just... Right, so you have in your hand something called a? This is a, a, it's called a beater, but I don't like calling it a beater. Because it sounds a bit aggressive and mean and nasty. I call it an inviter. Inviter, okay. That's a high-pitched sound. Wow. Now I can hear it singing. Now I know for the first time what it means to talk about a singing bowl. Uh, before that, I might have had visions of a Harry Potter kind <laughs> of uh, object. They feed into each other, and you often get a third note coming through. So how many bowls would you play at, the same, at, at, at a journey? 
I play between 10 and about 20. Oh, wow. And that's just two balls that you played here. And that's just two that I'm playing here. Oh, wow. Um, we're going to take our break here. And after the break, we're going to talk about um, kind of synergies between Judaism and healing balls. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Jason Katz, and we are talking about Himalayan um, singing bowls. J- Jason has in the studio now three, and one is currently being filled with water to, to show the sounds they create with the aim of healing. Um, Jason, we were talking about um, the bowls having kind of really powers to, to, if not heal, certainly to relax. What is the synergy between this and the Jewish religion? If any. The bowls have no denomination or religious context in terms of who they can help and what they can do. And because we are all sonic beings, we, we respond. We respond to the sounds that they emit. From a Jewish perspective, I've had people that of every different faith come to my sound journeys and we're all human. We all respond to sound. So it, it doesn't mean that you're. Ta- this is not a religion. It's not a religious um, journey that you're going on. It's no, purely not at all. musical. And yeah, and it, it's a. It's not a spiritual journey. No, but people have spiritual experiences through it. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we have now f- um, five bowls. They are getting more and more. Um, yes, four of them. One large one, three small ones, and one middle-sized with water inside. So you're going to show me how this works with the different sounds, including the one with water. Yes. I'm going to demonstrate to you so you can see. When I say how they affect you on a cellular level, if you imagine this is a cell in your body, there's more water there than there is anything else. Watch what happens to the water when it gets stimulated. So, so there were little tiny little bubbles forming in the water and they started rising. Exactly. So if you can imagine that on a cellular level, the sounds penetrate. They turn the water around in your in your cell and allow you to release any like deep stuff that you've pushed down. It's a great form of release. Yeah. Wow, I mean that's incredible. Do you want um do you want to show the different sounds of the different bowls? As you can hear, the resonance carries on for a long time. It's not just simply a sound that is emitted and that's it. It carries on. In fact, it's still vibrating on the table right now. How long is a a journey? A journey usually lasts about an hour. Um, And as I was saying earlier, the difference between a group session and an individual session, a group session, I'll take you on a guided meditation and into the sound journey. On an individual basis when it's done, 
the balls are placed around and on the person. So as it emits the sound, it also gives like a subtle internal Mm. massage at the same time. Wow, it sounds absolutely incredible. How did you get into it? Um, I was intrigued by the sounds that I heard when I attended that sound journey, and I wanted to learn how to do that in order to give to people. And that's part of what I'd like to do is give to people so that you can receive. So the other things you do as well are shiatsu, reflexology, and your own de-stress massage. Do they all work together? They do. When I do, I do a massage instead. I learned on a plinth, and I do massage on a chair where I'm using the three senses, the sense of touch, the sense of sound, and the sense of smell. Um, I start off with an Indian head massage, then go into the back, and then go into the arms and hands, and then back to the trigger points in the back, and usually finish off with a brief sound journey as well. Wow, it sounds absolutely incredible. And I know you also collaborate with um, Pops Mohammed. Um, yes, we have done a few where he brings his traditional African instruments and we combine them with the sound of the bowl. Which must be an incredible experience. Absolutely phenomenal. And that's open to the public. That's open to the public, yes. So as, as I mentioned earlier, Jason, kind of the year has started and once it starts, it's full steam ahead and people may be feeling a little bit overwhelmed and, and possibly they want to be in contact with you for either learning more about a, um, a journey. Uh, um, it's not, it's a, which journey? A? Eh? Sound journey. Sound journey, yes. For a sound journey or, or um, other forms of de-stress. Can you give me your contact details? Sure. My contact details are, my email address is D for Delta, S-T-R-E-S-S. As in de-stress without the E. The e. J-K at gmail.com. Jason Katz as in. <laughs> yes. Or otherwise, I am on Facebook if people want to check that out, which is de-stress at de-stress J-K. Or otherwise, my cell number, which is 084-378-7377. That's absolutely great. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm also going to take a photo of you and the singing bowls, which I'll put on the SAJBD Twitter site, and you can see them at SAJBD. Thank you for inviting me, and I wish everybody a good Shabbos. (laughs) Thank you very much.